Hi, welcome to the Mohua Show. My name is Mohua Chinappa and I am an author, entrepreneur and ex-housewife. This podcast is about everything from business to technology to arts to lifestyle but done and spoken imandari se. Hi, in this episode we have with us Mahabano Muri Kotwal. Mahabano is a change maker, a savant in the theatre space. She's an award-winning theatre producer and director. When she began performing the Vagina Monologues in 2003, little did she know that it would go on to become a beacon of hope and change for many people. Today, she is a producer, director and actor with over 60 theatre films and TV credits in India and in the international circuit too. Mahabano is the recipient of numerous awards including the inaugural HER Award, the 2021 International Ladli Media Award and the Karam Veer Puraskar. In 2007, Femina voted her one of the 50 most powerful women in India. She has been quoted as one of the most inspiring women in 101 Most Inspirational Women in the World. Mahabano bought the Vagina Monologues to India 19 years ago and it is still running to full houses which completely changed the theatrical and cultural landscape. Welcome Mahabano in today's episode. How did the shift from microbiology to theatre happen? What was the catalyst? Uh, the catalyst is first of all microbiology happened because when I got a scholarship to the New York acting school, my father wouldn't let me go there. He said, no good Parsi girl. I don't know what he meant by good Parsi girl. That's theater. So I did microbiology. <clears throat> and then I had, I did two more years of geology after completing microbiology. And then I didn't do anything. I went to America because I was working there to put my husband through college. And I came back and nothing happened. And then in 1988, when my son came from America to India, because he was uh, a junior uh, freshman over there, he brought a script called Eden Creek from, written by one of his professors. And I had just undergone a major operation and he found five women to do the other roles. And incidentally, those were monologues. It, the, the play was called Eden Creek. And it was a play about five women who lived in the same locality in America, but didn't know each other. They were not connected. Uh, the only connect was the Great American Depression. So he found four women and he couldn't find the fifth one. And he asked me, would you like to do it? So I said, yes, I would love to do it because theater had always been my passion. And that's, for me, that is history. So you also do a lot of work in this Make a Difference Foundation. So what prompted you to do this entire work and be the founder for this foundation? You see, the foundation happened because when Eve Ensler and Jane Fonda and Marissa Tomei came here and acted with us, and we raised lakhs of rupees for shelters for battered and abused women, something that I have continued to do till to date. And I always felt that, you know, uh, art can always promote a cause. I find very few people doing that over here. But uh, abroad, it's always, you know, somebody who's in the arts can influence people to do something. And that's how our foundation started. Like you mentioned right at the start that you come from a Parsi background, you know. How did gender become a focus in your work? Was there any influence in your life? No, actually, there wasn't because I was an only child. And uh, my mother and my parents had lost two boys, one before me and one after me. So I was queen of the realm <laughs> and I could do whatever I want. I mean, I could do whatever I wanted to except go and act on stage. And 
abroad. I mean, over here, my father and mother used to come and watch me in, in school plays, but that was about it. So, you know, vagina is one of the most terrifying word. And, uh, you know, of course, in India, we worship it as yoni, but still we don't speak about genitalia. Yeah, I, I also want to know why is it an abusive word or why is it a bad word? Because I think the bad thing is when we teach our children not to know the actual biological term for these parts of our body. And we use stupid words like chichi, shushu, pee I mean, that's stupid, you know. I mean, my grandsons who are in America, ever since they were three and knew what, you know, a penis was and what a vagina was, they would never use those silly words. And I wonder why Indians are so averse to it. And why a vagina, why Indians feel that vagina is a dirty word when creation itself emerges from there. So what gave you the inspiration to bring vagina monologues to India, considering a country that is not open at all, you know, to talking about female genitalia more than anything else? Well, you know, my son uh, saw the play in America and he sent me the book. And I said, uh, are you crazy? I'll never be able to do the play here. Then when I went back to America, he gave me a ticket to see the play. And I sat there with 1,500 men and women laughing, clapping, crying all at the same time. And I was simply blown away. So I came out of the theater and I told my son, we have to do it. By little did I know that it would take me still one and a half years to get the rights from Evensla. You know, we made a special trip to New York to meet her. And I can still remember the day when we met, met her in a little bakery opposite her office. And she gave us, she wanted to know what our previous work was. And we had done some reasonably credible work, you know. Uh, I had done a play in London with Prunella Scales and Richard Johnson. I had acted in a, uh, in a film for BBC in London. So she wanted to know all that. I had done Shirley Valentine, which was a great play, uh, you know, which still runs sometimes. And uh, the, once I got the rights from her, I had to go through a census certificate uh, procedure. I mean, it is ridiculous that in this day and age, uh, theatre should have a censor uh, certificate. But you know, sometimes when things are meant to be, they just happen. I was doing stand-up comedy. I, I was the first stand-up comedian in India in 1998, I think. Yeah, yeah. when stand-up was not even known about, you know. So I was doing something for the BBC at the Taj Palace over here in Bombay. And they had brought another uh, stand-up from England. And this one girl comes up to me and she says, so what are you doing, madam? She was an Indian girl. What is your next project? So I said, my next project is not going to take off because it's a play called... So she said, but what is it? So I said, you know, I have to get a census certificate for the uh, vagina monologues. So she said, why do you think you won't get it? I said, are you crazy? She said, I'm on the censor board. You give me the script. I'll have five people. Because out of the 500 or whatever odd membership they have for the censor certificate, five people have to read it and pass it. And uh, she said, you give it to me. I will see what I can do. I will have five people read it. And she was, she's a feminist herself. She's a wonderful Maharashtrian girl. And uh, within 15 days, I got the censor certificate without a single deletion which is very funny because I have a very funny story. You know, I did the play called Art with three men and the census certificate man would phone me up and say, ye football aap nahi bol sakte hai. Ye football. And I said, what is this football? There is no football in it. And what he meant was the fuck word. So he had cancelled all the fuck words, you know, in the, in the script. 
So I thought that getting the vagina monologues passed was a coup in itself, you know, without any deletions. That's how the play happened. I'm tempted to use the word folk. We can imagine in 2003, how did the audience react to a sex drama, you know, because society was not open-minded. Mawa, it was wonderful from the word go. You know, people like Alec Padamsi and all had told us, better keep a lawyer ready, better keep a van of policemen ready. And it was absolutely nothing. It just wowed the audience from day one. People were willing to pay a thousand rupees for a, at that time, 250 rupee ticket. So it, it's been great. I mean, I've never experienced any kind of either political or social. I don't know today if I were to start the play. I don't know if I could do it. But now it's been running for 20 years. Thousands of people have seen it. So I guess we're okay. And I guess if you come up again with a show again, it's going to run to a full house. I'm sure because we are doing a show in Pune next weekend. How wonderful. So, you know, I just wanted to delve a little more deeper and ask you, why do you think that women can never ever love their vaginas? Is it a cultural? Is it how we've been trained to not uh, look at ourselves as sexual beings, as uh, women with body parts that needs to be hidden? Why do you think so? Because I think that society as a rule is very patriarchal. We've been told not to like our vaginas. We have been told that our vaginas are something to be ashamed of. We've been told this by our parents, by our teachers. And the worst thing is, according to me, I know people are not going to agree. I think religion has played a major part in making a woman feel bad about herself. We all have to be Sitas and Gitas and Parvatis and Lakshmis. And yet they will rape us and yet they will murder us and yet they will chop us. So Mahabana, how difficult is it for you to be you? Because considering that you brought in such a bold theme, you know, into mainstream uh, theatre in India. Um, have you ever had any situations where uh, you felt that maybe you shouldn't have done this or you should probably push the boundary even further? Never, never. I have never felt this. You know, we keep uh, comment books outside the uh, uh, auditorium. So that people can, you know, write their comments about what they felt about the play. And we've got books and books and books over 20 years. And would you believe it if I told you that I've only had two instances where one person wrote, a man from Hyderabad wrote, this is all bullshit. And the second uh, instance was when Jane Fonda came here, we did a reading of another of E. Wensler's play at the President Hotel here in Bombay. And two Directors from the vernacular theatre came up to me and said, but madam, your play is very titillating. And I said, if you think abuse of the vagina and if you think abuse and rape of women is titillating, then you should have your minds checked. In fact, I'll tell you a very good instance that happened. I was on a TV panel <clears throat> when they were discussing whether art has any uh, effect on society. And so there was one gentleman from the BJP and when the author, when the anchor asked him that question, that do you think art helps society? And he pointed to me and he said, yes, look at Madam's play. I tell you, <laughs> orgasmic sigh of relief. How fantastic is that? I mean, it's amazing what you've been able to do, Mahabano, in the world of theatre. Thank you for being in today's podcast. And uh, we look forward for the play to be running once again full house in Bangalore, Delhi, Bombay and all over. Because I think the conversation about our bodies needs to be addressed more openly than what Absolutely. it is. And I know that we are reaching there. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mahabano. To you, our dearest listeners, you can find us on your favorite streaming services, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and of course, on all other major streaming services. With loads of love, we are The Mohua Show, where we talk imandari se. <laughs>